Nintendo 64 is here. Get into it. Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. My name's David Petrangelo, and this week, the not-so-stereotypical millennials are going to be awarding the backies, the very first backies, but we're not going to be looking back at 2021. That's just far too easy and has already been done by the likes of every other podcast and probably website and, of course, the Game Awards out there. The backies are going to be awarded to the 1996 video games. specifically going to be awarding video games in some pretty fun categories that we came up with mostly off the top of our head. So that's basically how this is going to flow today. So <laughs> this week, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Michael R. Power and Ian Walter. Gentlemen, thank you. This is going to be uh, this is going to be fun. We're going to ring in the new year. Um, we're going to say goodbye to 2021 and hello to 1996. That's the idea here. <laughs> today, hindsight is 2021. Ooh! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're gonna we have quite a few to come uh, to get through. I I I wrote down I think like four or five one day, and all of a sudden it's ballooned now to I think over ten. So there's a lot of fun ones here too. A lot of hardware we're giving out today. A lot of hardware. We have a lot of hardware here. We're gonna have a crowd with us that's gonna cheer us on and and award the winners. And um, we're basically just gonna go through the award categories and talk about the nominations and choose the three of us. We're going to come up with the, uh, with the choice and what the winner is. So first up, without further ado, the best N64 game with 64 in the title. Now in 1996 is when the console came out. A lot of games through the entire process of this whole console had 64 in the title, but you know, there's only a handful of games that came out in 96 for the console. And I think we have, one, we have Super Mario 64, Pilot Wings 64, Wave Race 64, and Mario Kart 64, which was released in Japan, but it's Mario Kart, so we can't ignore it. Um, Ian, let's start with you. What do you what's your what's your choice here? What do you, well, what do you think? It took the world by storm, and uh, yeah, I think the the Mario titles have got to be the clear front runners here. I mean, judging by some of the other categories we have in this award show we we, we're gonna take a look at some mario some not mario uh titles and i think uh this would have been a a landslide for mario 64 until i realized that mario kart 64 applies as well and i think uh to be honest they're both classics um they both kind of reinvented their franchise uh maybe so super mario 64 more so than mario kart 64 however i do feel that due to the multiplayer the battle, the Grand Prix, all that stuff combined. I spent a lot more time playing uh, Mario Kart 64. So my vote is Mario Kart 64 for the 64 title of all 64 titles. Yeah, this the of 1996. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's very narrow. It's like a it's like a two and a half month window. <laughs> Could change in 97. You never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to have the ultimate 64. We'll have to have the ultimate bracket of games with 64. With 64 in it. I'm but sure for there's today, more than enough. Yeah, yeah. For today, we'll look at just the 1996 games. For me, I will say I, I agree with Ian. It's a bit of a two-horse uh, race. Yeah. But Wave 
was it wave race i think it's called wave race yeah 64 is actually a great game it's just not quite as good as those mario games but yeah. it's legitimately a good game i love that game um i would have to vote in this this scenario for super mario 64 uh the platformer over the racing game it was just the game that i preferred that i played more both great games but if i had to give it to one it's the one that holds more place in my heart the one that i owned and played more of and that would be super mario so that makes dave the tie uh tie-breaking vote i you guys might know where i'm going with this but i would uh you know how i feel about mario kart 64 i don't hate it but i don't think it's better than the predecessor and I do think without Super Mario 64, we don't have a lot of the open world games, you know, four years later. Like we don't have GTA 3 the way that we had it. You know, we we would get those games, but just not as quickly or maybe not in the same way. So mostly for that reason, I say Super Mario 64. So that's where I, nice. would, I would put my vote. Yeah. Congratulations. So the very first Mackie congratulations. ever. The fir- hey, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> the very first Mackie goes to um, not an obvious pick, but a, a game that uh, won many awards and will continue to probably. It was and game of that- the year. A lot of, and a lot of uh, like a lot of publications gave it game of the year. Yeah. So it's fitting that it's the first Mackie. Exactly. And the first 1996 Game Award that we're giving out here. So Exactly. All right. So the next backy for the 90, 1996 Video Game Awards is the best N64 game not featuring Mario. So we will not be talking about the two games that we just narrowed in on. So this, I think, is actually the longest list that we have, <laughs> which is funny. Um, okay. So we have Pilot Wing 64, um, Wave Race 64, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, Cruisin' USA and Cruisin' World, Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey, uh, Star Wars Shadow of the Empire, and Killer Instinct Gold. So there's a lot to take in there, a lot of different mm-hmm. titles. Um, Ian, we started with you. Mike, what's your what's your choice for this one? I have to go with the one that when you said it, it just sparked the most joy in me, and that would be Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. Oh, nice. Uh, I played that game a lot. That's the predecessor of like NHL Hits, which is one of our favorite games on the show and one of the best arcadey hockey games. It did all that arc- did all that arcadey hockey stuff where the goalie turned into a brick wall and you went on fire and all that. Um, I totally forgot that game even existed until we were doing this show, and then just reading the title of the game brought back so much memories. Um, if I had to vote for a second game, if we want to do like everyone dominate two and whoever gets the most points wins. It, it, I would, it is a big list. So maybe we could do that. With yeah, this I would yeah. put second. I would put Cruising USA. <laughs> Cruising wow, USA. Really? Love that game. Uh, when I got my N64, I bought it and I bought two games. I bought uh, GoldenEye 007 and uh, Cruising USA. Those are the two games I bought and then the only two games I had for the longest time. Wow, 64. I'm surprised. Damn. And uh, I beat crap out of that game and got the like gold cars or whatever. I remember the cop car was an unlockable. I think that's what it was. I think it was like cop car. Mm-hmm. Um, and played it a lot. And I've always, always loved that one specifically. It wasn't really big into the other cruising games, but cruising USA uh, on the N64. That's my jam. I had to put that second. All right. All right. Okay. Um, all right. I'll go next. Uh, my first choice would be. Um, Shadow of the Empire would be Star Wars Shadow of the Empire. That was one of the games that I didn't necessarily play right in 96, but I had a friend that had it. And it was one of those things where it's like you go over all the time and you played that game. You know, you played it together, even though it was single player. Right. 
Um, so that would be my first vote. And my second, I think would see, I, I didn't play Mortal Kombat that much on the 64. So I, I, I can't put my vote there. Otherwise that would be pretty cool. Cause it has all of the characters from all three uh, Mortal Kombat games there, but I played most of that on other systems. So I would say my second vote would be uh, Wave Race 64 because Mikey mentioned that earlier. It is a fantastic nice. game. It is really, really fun. And it's one of those things where um, one of the reasons why I, I liked the uh, the sort of, I guess, the water levels in Diddy Kong Racing was sort of felt like Wave Race, but a few years later or a couple of years later. So those are my two votes. Shout out to the Empire and Wave Race. Great. Ian, I, I don't know, man. We have we have four different games, wow. so I don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, I always find myself gravitating towards these major titles, but uh, it's no surprise here that Star Wars Shadows of the Empire will be on the top of my list. It's uh, one of the first times outside of the original trilogy and some of the books that I read where I found myself invested in a new Star Wars story. And I definitely, uh, and then, you know, we, we talked about our love for Rogue Squadron and everything else that comes down the line. But this was like the first time where I played an N64 game and get to dive back into the Star Wars world. So I really enjoyed this one. Um, and then I'm loving all the all the love for the different racing games across the platform. I think that those were all really popular. I think for me, it would have to be, I mean, I do remember myself playing Cruising World. I don't know if that'll be... Let me just double check real quick. Yeah, Cruising World was uh, was a big one that I played. But I also, to be honest, I liked a lot of the fighting games. So I think I'm going to lean towards the Mortal Kombat trilogy. So out of both of these two, I, you know, Killer Instinct and Mortal Kombat were, were classics and I like to play. Um, these, I didn't spend a lot of time with these sort of bundles like the trilogy and uh, Killer Instinct Gold. But however... Uh, it does intrigue me that uh, I see your little note here that they're possibly making a remake for Mortal Kombat trilogy. So it's it's something they're, that they're people are pushing for it. Whether it happens or not is a whole other. Yeah, thing, hopefully so. it happens because this is something I, I I would I could definitely see myself diving back into. Yeah, and, and oh yeah. Even though I played my Mortal Kombat's primarily on Genesis and then later in life on on GameCube, I still uh, you know dabbled a bit in Mortal Kombat on other systems as well. So I, I think yeah. that that'd be my second choice, but star Wars is the clear, uh, leader I think star me. Wars gets, gets, oh, yeah. I think red, it gets yeah. the backy cause that's two yeah. first place votes. Yeah. 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 All, all fantastic choices. The second backy goes to a, uh, or sorry, the, yeah, the second backy goes to a star Wars game. So not only do we have our, uh, Guys, we're so on brand. Mario just... 64 and Star Wars. We're God so damn it, we're, we're so goddamn predictable. <laughs> we're so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you guys get original for once? God damn it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, the third backy is the best PC game that would later become a blockbuster movie in the 2000s. <laughs> Oh, so, wow. There's that many in 96. Eh? There's right. that many in that were released That's in 96. Cool. And this is just PC games. So. Mm-hmm. We have Dune and Dune 2, Battle for Arrakis, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. This is, you know, the previous mm-hmm. Indiana Jones movie that wasn't so great, I think more universally said, and the one that is supposed to be coming out that we don't know what it's about, but you never know. Um, Doom, Warcraft 2, and Tomb Raider. So all treated as blockbuster movies probably mm-hmm. because they were popular video games whether they're good movies or not we can kind of base our votes 
Yeah, on... so the, to be clear, the vote is going towards just the game, or is the vote going to the game and movie kind of combo? I, I stick I, with the game, maybe. I don't know. I think we stick with the game, but if okay. you want, I'm happy to just put both together because for me, the what I would pick... Um, yeah, you go You go first this time, David. Yeah, for me, the movie is, is the best out of all... Well, not the best. I don't know about best, but the movie is... Not as bad, I think, mm-hmm. as I initially thought, but the game to me by far is the best out of this group, and that's Warcraft 2. So I think we can agree that Dune is quote unquote a better movie. You know, I mean, it's made 10 years Dune later. Would be my, my, my movie yeah. choice of those, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it would be for me too, but Warcraft 2 is like so, so perfect for me. Like, I love that game. I, I rebought that game a few years ago on on PC and played it because it was a couple bucks and I go, I haven't played this in ages and I don't have a CD drive anymore in my PC. Like I love Warcraft too. So my vote goes to that game and that movie is not great, but it's not as bad as I think people said it was. Yeah. It's not uh, terrible. Yeah. It's just not, uh, I don't think it had the, the pop that maybe blizzard was hoping for. So yeah, exactly. Um, so, but yeah, no, uh, are we talking doom? Like, the first shooter or is it doom two or final doom? I can't remember which I think doom. And, I think doom two came out in 96 is what it was. But, okay. um, but yeah, like, I just picked doom overall because the movie came out. Okay. Really. So if we're factoring in the movies as like a kind of a, like a, like a difference bonus points. Or, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, the movie I, could be bonus points. I yeah. don't think I can really realistically look at doom because that, <laughs> that movie wasn't great. Um, you know, to be honest, I'm going to go with the, uh, <laughs> the unexpected choice of Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis. I actually remember Ooh. playing this game. Me too. And um, I actually really enjoyed the Indiana Jones games for PCs uh, for PC. And I really liked this one. So uh, I, I played this one and we don't know what the title of the next one is, but we do know James Mangold is working mm-hmm. on it and Harrison Ford will be reprising. So let's just uh, live in 96 and hope that one day this movie will get made. <laughs> And it's yeah. coming out next year or 2023. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I like that. You know what? That's good. Yeah. Those games, those point and click games, those LucasArts games were are great. So um, good choice. Mike, what about you? I am. So I'll, if I'm thinking movies, Dune for sure. Uh, and actually Tomb Raider. I actually really like the Tomb Raider movie. I think it's better than probably the second best movie on that list. But yeah, the, the, uh, out of game, the, the new one, the new one, yeah, anyway, the, new the, one, newest. the new one. Yeah. Well, the the first Angelina Jolie one, pretty good too, actually. Yeah, so yeah, not bad. Yeah. yeah, there's actually been quite a few Tomb Raider movies. Yeah. Um, but um, also Dune based on a book. I just want to acknowledge that now, so no one's like, we know it's based on a book. This is yeah. just, <laughs> you know, this was also we know a game in '96. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the backies. Yeah, it's the backies. We make the rules. Listen, people, we make the rules. Listen here. Uh, <laughs> um, the the game I'm choosing though. I'm going by best game, favorite game mm. uh, is is Warcraft along with Dave. Okay, Warcraft two. Yep, great game, definitely deserves it. A decent movie, like you guys said. So you know, if you factor in the whole package there, I think it does. It I think it deserves it. And yeah, just you know, again on brand. We 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 like a lot of old Blizzard games, so we're sticking on brand and on theme. And Warcraft two is one of the best classic blizzard games classic rts yeah Yeah, that's fair i wanted to ask though the dune game is that the strategy like the rts game yeah okay all right right. yeah so all right the back he goes to for the best pc game that would later become a blockbuster movie in the 2000s warcraft 2 cue applause (laughs) great choice (laughs) 
All right, so next up, uh, the backy for the best PlayStation game or franchise that has since been forgotten. So these aren't necessarily games that were only or exclusively on PlayStation, but were released on PlayStation this year and maybe didn't have a release for way after this or had a couple of releases in the 90s or early 2000s and since then has kind of fallen Basically, dead. no kid born in the year 2000 would, would know these or later would know these games. Yeah, like may, maybe way. one of yeah. them, maybe, but that's it. Um, okay, Mike, what's, uh, what's, what's your choice? Can you read them off? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I should probably do that. So the choices are (laughs) Blood Omen, Legacy of Cain, Area 51, Bust the Move 2, more specifically, but I guess the Bust the Move series, Cool Borders, and Twisted Metal 2 World Tour. Ooh, Twisted Metal, though. That's got a bit of a name recognition, I think. There's a TV show coming out. I didn't know Um, that. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah very, it's it's in it's in develop early development at least. This might this one might surprise you guys, but um, I really liked the uh, Blood Omen games. To be honest, with so you. did I. So did uh, I. I played those at my friend's house. Uh, it was just freaking cool to be like a vampire, um, and the way it was violent. You know, for someone in '96. Uh, mm-hmm. A kid growing, you know, like us from the '90s, play this like violent game where you're a vampire, right? As far as what yeah, I yeah. I mean, you, um, you, there's there's two sort of main characters. Mm-hmm. You play as one in one game, and the sequel, I think, you partially play as the other one. I can't yeah, remember. So you play sure. as Cain, a slain nobleman, uh, resurrected as a vampire. So yeah, yeah. You, you play you play as a vampire, and it's cool. That's how you like heal yourself. It's like and it looks cool too. It looks super looks cool. cool. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Totally, kids these days probably wouldn't know what the hell Blood Omen game is but a franchise that i think you know died off too early and so i gotta throw it to uh blood omen i gotta pick the cool vampire game i like it i like it i think um i think that was gonna be my vote too honestly because i do remember those yeah i think i remember those games being very cool very like and, and all the things you just described and i just remember there being i think just two or three of these and within a fairly short period of time i don't think they've come out with a blood omen game i can double check this but I don't think they've made a Blood Omen game in over 20 years or in about mm-hmm. 18 years. And if your game hasn't been around for 15 plus years, you're you're kind of forgotten. You know, yeah, it, for it's sure. very possible that it's one of those things where it's sort of left in limbo, you know, because of, mm-hmm. of who owns the rights and things like that. Like it could be something like that. But I do remember really liking these games and playing them on the, my friend's PlayStation who had them where I also same guy I played Marvel vs. Capcom on his on his like same same household and then i think eventually buying this one or the next one on pc myself a year or two later or something because i thought it was so cool so yeah my vote yeah. also goes to blood omen legacy of kane well i guess i'm just gonna have to abstain my vote no i'm just kidding no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, try, you can try to convince i'll try and us, sway you, know? you. No. Try to, yeah, to be, yeah, absolutely. To be yeah. honest uh, i i recall all those games but i i think you're right most of them seem to have been forgotten i thought uh twisted metal franchise would have been counted among that group because although it was popular at the time i don't like i haven't seen too many twisted re- metal references in the last decade or so or the last like twisted that. metal game came out uh i guess that must have been ps3 was in 2012 okay. so it's been it's been 
almost 10 years. So it's yeah. been a while. So, I mean, I remember the first and second one very well, maybe even yeah, same. the third, but like, um, I definitely played a bunch of this and it was kind of like my love for things like super Mario Kart or sorry, Mario Kart 64 battle mode. And yeah. then like taking that into like the next level and getting like, I remember there was twisted metal. There was also like a South park game where you drive around and try and kill each other. Um, like there was, there was <laughs> of there, course there was, there was a ton of games that like took that battle mode and made it like, ruthless you know what i mean so mm-hmm. so the twisted metal game i i just wanted to include it in that category but since seeing as how they're still looking at that as somewhat fresh ip for a potential series i guess i'll stick with you guys and go with uh the old blood omen series blood omen <laughs> which we haven't I, really seen no I, I i'm trying to figure out when exactly i'm going to look that up really quickly while we get on to the next topic but um okay so the next backy for the best playstation game or franchise that has since been forgotten is Blood Omen Legacy of Cain. Once again, cue the applause. Yeah, an honorable mention to Area 51, because everyone remembers that arcade yeah. game. Great arcade uh, game. Yeah, yeah, was... yeah, fantastic. Maybe, maybe it move, isn't honestly. forgotten, because we remember it. <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't, because we spent time in arcades, right? Like, That's right. even something like Bust the Move, like, two just happened to come out and happened to be out for PlayStation this year. But, like, that's not a series that, like, died in a couple years. Like, that's one of those bubble pop games that went on and on and on right so it's 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 pretty it's pretty great um so that's hard to be forgotten as well okay so the next backy now this is not a dig on these consoles but i do think that because we don't have a ton of experience at least as far as i know we don't have a ton of experience playing these consoles this is why i i came up with this uh this particular award so this is the best sega saturn or sega mega drive game that you likely played somewhere else so that is yep. doom i had a friend with a sega saturn so. did you yeah i had one yeah. i had one too yeah so we have doom house of the dead tomb raider and wwf wrestlemania the arcade game speaking of arcades so we've talked about two of these before but um house of the dead very similar to what area 51 was and then literally an arcade game coming to console. So that's where our choices lie. And, um, and I'll throw in a fifth. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 2 is, is another one. <laughs> sure. For that well, yeah. system, but also obviously others. Everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And at this time too, the Genesis was still kind of kicking around houses and yeah. everything as well. So you could very easily have played it on another Sega system, just not the updated one. Hmm. Um all right, so Ian, what's what's your choice? You want to you want to go for the Mortal Kombat two? <laughs> um, that would definitely be my front runner. I'm just trying to see because I remember House of the Dead. I would play another arcade. That's another arcade one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Tomb Raider, I believe I played on PC. Doom as well on PC. So actually, my choice is going to be Doom, the game that I likely played somewhere else because yeah, you could play that on Sega Saturn or Mega Drive, but. You know, I think a lot of us played it on PC, so that's yeah. my choice. If, can I go next? Yeah, man, do it. Um, I hold on. Let me see if this makes sense. Yeah, so this was released in. I'm gonna go off the board completely. I'm gonna throw a wrench in your plans here. I'm gonna go off the board and pick a game that, because we said the backies are international, technically wasn't released okay. until 1997 in North America. Yep, but yep. it was released uh, for Sega Saturn. And it was released uh, in Japan in 1996. And that is X-Men versus Street Fighter. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I absolutely love these games. And the reason why I have to pick this game is because X-Men versus Street Fighter led to Marvel versus Capcom, which led to Marvel versus Capcom 2. 
And there has been more which since led then. to three, which led no, yes. <laughs> but those were my favorite arcade games of all time. Every time I was in that arcade, so I had good. to play those games. And I only ever played them at friends' houses because I never owned PlayStation. Since you know, I've owned more consoles older, and I've owned all of the sequels. I've bought them, but none of them have had quite the magic as uh, as as these originals. So I have to go off the board completely okay. and nominate and pick x-men versus street fighter well mike we we make the rules as we go as (laughs) as as listeners know and as you know especially when it comes to me trying to figure Mm -hmm. out what we're doing for for episodes and as we talk about it we figure it out as we go so you know what it's not it's now on the board so there you go (laughs) it's now officially on the board (laughs) that's how that's done um but i have to go with doom Sorry, Mike. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I did my best. I, I, no, no. You know what? You I'm make, happy with the you nomination. A pretty damn I'm happy. You're happy to take home the nomination. You'll put it on the box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to all 96, put it on all the boxes, nominated for a backy. No, no, well, well, hold on. Hold the phone here. You're not choosing Uh-oh. Space Jam because Space Jam was out on the Sega Saturn. Yeah, well, <laughs> not the game. Come on. I would argue if it was bas- if it was a blockbuster movie, that would be different, but the, also the movie sucks. So. <laughs> the new one. Um, yep, yeah, Mortal Kombat 2 is now on the board and so is Yeah, at it. X X-Men versus Street Fighter. Street you know, Fighter. You know, I'd be X-Men. remiss X-Men if I didn't Street Fighter. Yeah. I'd be remiss yeah. if I didn't mention Command and Conquer because that's also a Sega Saturn game. So is it clearly really? nobody played it on Sega Saturn. Wow. Yeah, I missed not. that. <laughs> okay, so that uh, the best Sega Saturn or Mega Drive game that you likely played somewhere else with a couple of very notable additions, I would say. Uh, but it will be awarded to Doom, which we pretty much would have all played on our own PC or someone else's. Okay, we're going to go back to uh, the Nintendo land now. And the next backy is the probably the most serious one we have, oh, yeah. I would say, out of this. This has got to be the heated discussion. All right, let's hear it. So the Super Nintendo title that most likely was featured on The Simpsons in place of Lee Carvalho's Putting Challenge. I am Carvalho. Now choose a club. You have chosen a three wood. May I suggest a putter? Three wood. Now enter the force of your swing. I suggest feathered touch. You have entered power drive. Now push seven, eight, seven to swing. Ball is in. Parking lot. Would you like to play again? You have selected no. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So that would be Bassmaster's so references there. So All just right. so many. Yeah. Yeah. Bassmaster's classic, Mark Davis's Fishing Master, and PGA European Tour. Woo. Not PGA Tour, but PGA European Tour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh so these are so the reason why I went specifically with with these games on this system is because it's a late Super Nintendo. So maybe you'll get a little bit more out of it. But really, when you play the games like this with that controller and those consoles, like these were not the best way to play sports games. I think we all could yeah. agree that at this time, it's it's almost like PC was the place to go because it had the power to push those Madden games or yeah, you when need PlayStation those came sticks. out. You need the sticks on PlayStation, like that's where they really thrived. And then soon after would be Dreamcast. You know, all that stuff is really where I think they really took off. And all of these just seem like 
is there really a market for whoever this Mark Davis guy is? Like I, you know, how many European tour PGA fans are there? Like I just <laughs> specifically on this console, I just don't understand it. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say it has to be Mark Davis because the fact that it has like a name in there, like the Lee Carvalho thing, like, and who the hell is Mark Davis? Like they thought this was going to be like the next John Madden series. And like this guy, what, what sport is that again? It's a fishing game. There's two fishing, fishing games. Uh, so there's some famous fishing guy named Mark Davis. Like that's just hilarious. That's such uh, a funny deep cut. Power. Uh, that everyone, would be my every, vote for everyone sure. knows it's Bassmasters classic. Come on. I, yeah, oh, I know Bass Yeah, I know Bassmasters. Okay. I know Bassmasters. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 reference anyone? <laughs> I, know, no, <laughs> I know that series for sure. I definitely know that series, but not not in this way. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I just love the line in Ghostbusters 2 when, uh, you know, Peter, uh, Dr. Bankman's trying to name drop his show. And he's like, I'm a huge fan of your show. He's like, oh, yeah. W- yeah, it comes on after Bassmasters. <laughs> <laughs> love Bassmasters. That's his reference uh, is that it comes on after Bassmasters. He's like, yeah, I know Bassmasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I think Mike makes a makes the most valid point, which is really sad. But the most valid point is the fact that it's sad when I'm right. Yeah, yeah it's a name <laughs> attached to it. There's <laughs> a name attached to it. I think that's the qualifier, right? <laughs> that, that's what gave Mark Davis the leg up over Bassmasters. <laughs> yeah, because like, you could. If it won the Simpsons was just, you know, putting challenge, it wouldn't be funny. But the fact that it's like Lee Carvalho's putting challenge makes it hilarious. So and Lee Carvalho is a random name, too. Like, it's not he's not some massive name, which makes it even funnier. And Mark Davis, you know, you look it up and he's this guy who's been doing, you know, he's been a professional sport fisherman for decades. So maybe but I I don't know how many Dave is fishing really a sport. Let's be honest. I, I look. (laughs) <laughs> it's about all, all the fishermen that listen to the show, which is probably one, I would say no. <laughs> it's not. It's it's a very but easy actually, going hobby. But I remember learning this on this old show called Mansers back in the day. We're getting really deep cuts here. That fishing is the most dangerous sport in the entire world. That more people die fishing. Because they're really drunk when they fish. But anyways, that's they crash the, point. the boat. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't think those people are, are uh, doing the sport. sport. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't think they're in it for the sport at that point. <laughs> All right. So Mark Davis has won a bunch of fishing tournaments. But I think, I think we can safely say that he also wins a backy 25 years oh, wow. later. Yes. Congratulations. You finally made it. You finally made it. You're finally going to get that name recognition that you thought you were going to get in 1996. I was wondering wondering if now would be a good time to award an honorable backy to a game that ran unopposed in one of our categories. (laughs) The game with the freshest raps and rhymes, anyone? Let's do it. That's the next backy. So the game with the freshest raps and rhymes. Parappa the Rapper or rap jam apparently volume one out of potentially many <laughs> okay well it's it's gonna be a clear landslide for me but it's that other one came with 95 there just wasn't many rap games and crap and <laughs> Parappa the rapper, Parappa the rapper. Just there wasn't des- many rap games. <laughs> it just deserves an award because oh, it, it came out in '96, and it deserves its own award because it's that iconic of a game in my mind, and I it hope is. in all of our listeners' minds. Um, so, yeah, slightly unopposed, but you know, we threw in a little, little challenger for it there that it just stomped out and defeated, and it Eminem rap battled it. 
into the ground. So. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm notoriously a Nintendo guy, but I do remember playing Parappa the Rapper on uh, PlayStation 1 uh, over at my buddy's place. So we had a, some good laughs, some good times. It re- it, and, and just like I was saying um, uh, that Mario 64, Super Mario 64, led to a lot of these open world games that we eventually got over the next 20 to 25 years, Parappa the Rapper was was the was the music game right Mm -hmm. like it was the Mm -hmm. rhythm game that eventually sure again it's 15 or 20 years later that that's why we got guitar hero and rock band and all those games right and there was like three or four parappa games so you know it's not like it came and went in one version in one game but it's obvious that without the love that people had for a game like this you probably wouldn't get what you got with later games or dance dance revolution and things like that like it might not have been the first because those dance dance games kind of came around the same time in arcades, but that's one of the reasons why these music games blew up over the years. Agreed. Is starting with games like this. So, mm-hmm. um, yep. so there we go. Parappa the Rappa, 25 years later, takes home not only the freshest wraps, but also a backy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> um, we have up next, the next backy is probably actually the best and most quote-unquote serious um, award to give away is the best franchise starting game. So this goes between Pokemon Red and Blue, which was out in Japan and then a couple years later came out in North America, the first Resident Evil, the first Quake, Tomb Raider, Metal Slug, and House of the Dead, and even Ian just added Dead or Alive as well. <laughs> <On the laughs> fly. Which I didn't realize. Well, which I didn't realize Dead or Alive was also here, so I missed that. So we have a, a a pretty big list here, and like these are all pretty much all heavy hitters. I mean, let's face it, are, right? That's crazy that that many games came out that their franchises are still going. Yeah, so I'll go through it again. It's Pokemon Red and Blue out in Japan in 96, 98 in North America, Resident Evil, Quake, Tomb Raider, Metal Slug, House of the Dead, and Dead or Alive. So that's a lot of games. That's a lot yeah. of really great games, too. Now, so so that, that was the first, uh, basically the first release in that franchise in 1996, yes. which is crazy. Power, I don't yeah. know how you feel about this, but uh, Command & Conquer Red Alert came out in 96. And technically, oh. that's its own franchise. Yeah, but I thought Command & Conquer is, Would be the, is first. the franchise. Yeah. yeah, The only other one that we were, we're missing is Diablo, I think, came out in 96. Oh, Diablo, yeah. Oh, was um, it? I thought it was 95. Yeah. I'm going to double check. Mm-hmm. But that's, um, it's only, I don't know, it's not quite the franchise. Yeah, December 31st, 1996 for Diablo. Yeah. Just no way. Let's throw oh. Diablo in there into competition. Definitely throw Diablo a, in there. That's a pretty big franchise. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so who wants to start? With okay, this I'm going to I'm gonna kick it off. You got to give two. You got to give two for sure. Yeah, yeah I'll give two. List. I'll give yeah. two for sure. And my first one, I mean, I feel like this is, I mean, there are a lot of good ones on here. But let's just say that around this time, I probably found myself playing more uh, Quake-style games than I did Pokemon Red and Blue, especially because we know that it didn't come to us till years later. So I'm actually going to lean towards Quake. And the reason for that is we're talking about Franchise Starter and the whole like Quake, Unreal Tournament, like these style shooters, those were my doom like when i played quake that was like way more what i got out of first person shooters than i ever did from something like doom or even castle wolfenstein like quake were the those were the games that really got me into shooters um aside from you know 
obvious love for Goldeneye and those other kind of things. But like Quake was like the PC shooter that I was like really into. And that'll be my number one. And my number two will go to Pokemon Red because, uh, you know, it just started such a wave of RPG um, like fanatics over in North America. So, or the world, really. Oh, you're working me over with this quake choice. Mm-hmm. I say Dave go next. I say Dave goes next. Okay, I'm gonna have to talk. I'm gonna have to talk this through a little bit because okay. um, we're here for you. We're, we'll put our listening <laughs> listening tabs on and we'll talk through this. If I had a coach that you would see typically <laughs> in a uh, uh, a therap- therapist's office, that's where I would be sitting right now, yeah. and I'd be like, "Well, back in '96." <laughs> um, okay, so uh, it makes a good point about Pokemon. We didn't have it in our hands till '98. But I don't know if that's necessarily the qualifier, right? The qualifier is, it, it, did it kick off the franchise? So I, I'm pretty sure I would lean towards Pokemon Red and Blue to be my vote. Quake, you make a lot of really good points. The only thing about Quake for myself is that I actually had, it's weird, I kind of skipped the first Quake. I think I played two or three a lot more. And I and I went almost straight to Unreal Tournament. But without yeah. Quake, there's no Unreal Tournament, right? So <laughs> it's really hard to, like you said, that makes a huge difference. Um I, yeah, so I'm pretty sure, uh, man, and Diablo was massive and everything, but my personal experience is much more with two, which I think we've all sort of talked about. And, and well, without that one, there wouldn't be two. So the one, there wouldn't be two. This franchise yeah. starter, that's true. And it is also December 31st of 96, like you guys said. <laughs> which happens to be the day we're recording. Which happens yeah. to be the day, exactly 25 Crazy. years. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would actually, yeah, so my vote's going to go to Pokemon Red and Blue. And I think my second one, a lot of it because in the last five years, I would say that the franchise sort of blew up even more than it did even 15 years ago, let's say when they were still making quote unquote new games, is Resident Evil. That'd be actually my my second vote because I do really, I played those first two games or, or one in three, I think maybe uh, when they first came out, really skipped a lot of those in between ones, the the Code Zero or Veronica or all those ones that that sort of came out around GameCube. I didn't have a lot of experience with, but the new ones that they remade are friggin' fantastic, and they're always really really good games. I think they mostly do a really good job, and it's just such a massive franchise that turned into a bunch of movies that were really popular and everything. And I do generally like those games. Um, but Pokemon Red and Blue, even though it's pretty much the only generation that I've played, it like sits with me to this day. So I, yeah, so I'd have and I have so much nostalgia for playing that game at recess and it leading to the cards, even like all those types of things that led to that. So yeah, so I got to go Pokemon. All right, Dave, you took the words right out of my mouth. You finished my sandwich, and uh, I have to say, how could you? Pokemon, re- Pokemon <laughs> Red and Blue. <laughs> Like you said you were there for me. <laughs> I meant it in a good way. I mean, like, I'm, I'm right with you. I'm Pokemon Red Blue and I'm Resident Evil right there supporting you. You know, I support your choices. How dare um, you? <laughs> I, I think when I look at the list, I think it's no surprise that those are one and two because to this day, those out of all of those franchises are the biggest franchises. When you want to add... The amount of games, the amount of cultural relevance, the amount of yeah. mo- um, Resident Evil movie just came out. I know Tomb Raider is close, probably third, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. Resident Evil had like so many movies, uh, yeah. so many games, so many great games, um, to- like toys, merchandising of Pokemon and the cards. Like Pokemon, Pokemon's number one as far as franchise that's everywhere. When yeah. you want to add TV shows and merchandising, so yeah, with that, and to think without that first game, you wouldn't have any of that, right? Yeah. That's the crazy part. It all started from from the game. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, there wouldn't have been such a push for it even to come over to North America if it wasn't so yeah. crazy. Uh, over that's a great point. Um, that's a great and, point. And you know, both of them are are much more household names than even something like Quake. But I had to put Quake out there just to yeah, that's good. Put it out and in the universe. Convinced me. Maybe someone you almost else convinced will. me, man. Everything you said was exactly mm-hmm. what I, <laughs> I totally for sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe someone can join our Patreon and start pushing for more Quake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Quake yeah, love and, <laughs> back right? in the back of my day backies conversation. <laughs> yeah, the extended backies. <laughs> okay, so um, up next, Patreon is... supporters get votes next year. That's, that's what right. That's what we got to do that's actually exactly what we got to do and we're going to move on to 97 so there we go yeah, the next yeah. backies okay so the backy for best franchise starting game is pokemon red and blue in the uh, japan release of 1996 okay so uh up next we have the controller or handheld that was most likely to make your hand cramp and rip your palm skin <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be unanimous right and the nominees, unanimous, right? okay so we have the playstation one the Sega Game Gear, the original Game Boy, and of course, the Nintendo 64 controller. That's what we're working with here. So, um, Mike, is it? I'll is say it the, Game Gear? the uh, okay, I'll say as a Game Gear owner, that thing, uh, maybe when I was a kid, it didn't. I busted it out the other day. I have it just right behind me. Oh, nice. Man, that thing Power is Rangers not, game? not, yeah, yes. not yes. ergonomically uh, uh, sound. You know, that thing will give you cramps same as the original <laughs> brick game boy like i had just like oh my carpal tunnel written all over it yeah uh the playstation controller actually very comfortable it is it is i just put it in there because playstation was out <laughs> yeah but you know it could maybe rip your palm skin a little bit if you got maybe. into the prop of the wrapper too much or something yeah but uh <laughs> too, fre- too much fresh too many fresh rhymes yeah <laughs> It's got to be N64 for me because it's a weird shape controller and everyone destroyed their palms playing Mario Party. Mario Party. So, I mean, they, they took those the functionality out of the out of the later installments because it was breaking controllers around yeah. the world. And uh, literally putting those blisters on your hand. Like, that's exactly the way that, that Mike wrote that in there is exactly what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I got to say with the, the handhelds, that makes sense. The PlayStation, I mean, we looked at that as one of the controllers that probably evolved the least over the, the mm. years. So if you have a problem with the first one you probably are or at least the shape the shape anyway uh yeah definitely i think the game gear was bulkier than the game boy but the n64 controller when you're playing mario party and you're trying to circle with the joystick on your palms that was excruciating and i mean it was it was a lot of fun but until your controller is broken you know it's all yeah until you have to work off that blister for the next two three days (laughs) that's cool you know like until you until you pick up your game boy to play pokemon the next day and you have a blister on your hand yeah i mean there was some satisfaction of winning the mini game by spinning the hardest but then yeah you're gonna pay for it later holding the n64 (laughs) controller with the holding the middle prong and, and the right prong also wasn't wasn't really that comfortable like holding the two outside was okay but when you had to when you're maybe when you're when your kids easier but like when i grab it now like oh man that, that that'll cramp your hand and that's the other thing is right you mentioned like the game gear and even the game boy um and now the n64 controller which is why playstation kind of doesn't necessarily fit into this category i just put it in there because it yeah, was out at the fair. time but it's a controller around that time it's so a controller at the time but yeah. those ones work a lot better if you have smaller hands they really do like Ooh. if you're an adult and you hold even honestly even holding the handheld version of the switch for a long period of time is not very comfortable. It really isn't. It's just a flat thing that you somehow have to put your hands around. And my hands aren't huge or anything. So I just like, you know, it, it's re- it really, it's just not meant for us anymore. <laughs> I guess is what it is. Hmm. And blisters or not, 
I don't know, maybe I crack my knuckles too much or I still play too many video games or we're on computers too much. But man, I just my hands just get cramped up playing those types of uh, consoles and 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 holding those controllers, especially now compared to then. So I think it's unanimous that the backy for the controller or handheld that most likely will make your hand cramp and rip your palm skin is the N64 <laughs> controller. Yeah, <laughs> because it does both. <laughs> it does both, and it does it very specifically for one series of games. Insert Tuscan Raider here. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right, I can do that. I'll find that clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, those are those are some great backies. I don't know if you want to try and do some additional bonus. Yeah, and we have we have two, probably three bonuses. Right, we had a couple that you wanted to add. So I'll let well, you. I'll I was let you take wondering. I was wondering if you guys were looking through the lists, you know, trying to come up with your nominees. If you found any that you would said, oh, that sounds like it would have been cool. Like, that sounds like I wish I'd played it back in 96 or maybe you mm-hmm. haven't haven't played it even to this day. But you, you just saw it and went, wow, I didn't realize that existed. Maybe I should have given it a go. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I There's some some that stand mm-hmm. out to me. But um, like, for yeah, example, so the, the bonus backy for what game from 96 you would have liked to have played but never got around to. Yeah. So for, I know what it is for me, but if you want to go first, Ian, go ahead. Okay, so for me, um, well, there were there were a couple. I I did see uh, Star Wars X Wing versus Tie Fighter, which is something I never got around to playing. But also Super Mario RPG uh, Legend of the Seven Stars was something I never mm-hmm. played, which uh, seemed like it was a cool could have been a cool game that, that is kind of game. underrated. Um, but those are sort of the two, and then I've I've kind of a funny one. Uh, Star Trek Borg might have been cool because I liked First Contact, mm. but uh, but there's a, another bit of a funny one because of our '96 movie conversation. But uh, it's called Eraser Turnabout, and it says <laughs> <laughs> it says in this sequel to 1996 film Eraser, <laughs> you what? take the role of film's protagonist, witness protection specialist, and U.S. Marshal John the Eraser Kruger. You must uncover a new conspiracy, shoot a lot of terrorists, and solve a few puzzles. Because <laughs> he specifically, because he solves so terrorists. many puzzles in the movie, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was a funny one. So I don't know. That's Those are my amazing. nominees, I guess. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, oh, do we God. all pick one? Maybe they all get an award. If there were any that stood out for you, you can definitely yeah, throw yeah. them in the hat. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I know what mine would be for sure. sure. 100% Dune 2, because I never played those games. Um, I wish I played them, and I wish I discovered the Dune universe and uh, even the books younger and earlier in my life, because I've since uh, you know fell in love with the book series, and I'm reading them all, and I've just finished the, fir- I finished the first two like last year and the year before. And um, I love the movie, and I love the world, and I'm, I want to go back and play this game, even though it's 25 years old. And I maybe I love real time strategy games too. So this would yeah. have been right in my wheelhouse if I played it back in '96 because mm. I love the Command Conquer games, I love the Warcraft games. So yeah, that's the game that I look at and like, oh man, I really wish I. And I heard it was good too, so I really wish I, I'd gotten into that game. Nice, okay. yeah. yeah. I, I played the second one. I never played the first one, but uh, very, very, very briefly. So I can't. I would include it and say like, oh, I wish I played this more, but I had played it, so I can't. You know, it's funny, Mike, the Dune game, I had a demo of that game because it was the Westwood Studios, the same studios that did uh, like uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert. So they also 
did the Dune franchise. So so I had like a demo of that game. So I always thought it was so cool with like the sandworms and stuff. You're playing like an RTS game with with sandworms in the desert, um, which I thought was cool. But I never knew anything much about the franchise until I saw the movie. Yeah, so. I didn't know at that time. I had no idea it was based on a book or yeah. it was just like, oh, <laughs> this is this desert uh, strategy game that's like Warcraft. Like that's how I saw it. <laughs> yeah. So um, my vote is is pretty obvious. It is um, Mark Davis's Fishing Master. That's, uh... <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome i just want to know what mark davis was up to at this time oh, um no more more seriously actually because you uh you mentioned it and because now when i really think about it and i loved unreal tournament and i really like doom i wish i played quake like i honestly oh, wish yeah. i played the first quake yeah um not that i like love it's first person shooters it's not like the thing for me or whatever but i i want to see where it came from you know, I want to see that original. I want to experience that original. I don't know how different it is from Unreal Tournament, personally. I want to see the past. I want to see where they built these ideas from. So um, so after Mark Davis, I would say it would be Quake. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. I never played uh, the first Quake game, so I could, I could go behind that one if we want to. Yeah, I, lo- I played... One. I played, I think we've talked about this before. I played Unreal Tournament, the first one, with bots for hours. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have internet to play with it. and didn't have anyone else to come over and play on the same PC. There was no way for me to do that. I played capture the flag, unreal tournament bots, like, and it would just be like dominating the whole game. Somehow I found the, the lack of challenge a lot of the time because I was just so much better than the bots at the time that I just, you felt like a God. Yeah. Like it just, uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, love those games. Mike, so. we could just do what you suggested and they each, like we each get uh, a, give a backy to a mm-hmm. game we never got to play from that year. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so we got uh, Star Wars X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, Quake, and Dune, uh, the first Dune game. So there we go. So we have three, um, I don't know, are they mini backies? Let's just give them full ones. Let's, just, right. let's, give, let's give these guys all full ones. They we make the rules. Right? We make the rules, and that's yeah. exactly it. So in the in the document that we're sharing, I'm just going to bold all of them because they're all winners. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so now I know that they all won. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, Ian. You threw this one as well, which is which is great because it's based off of everything we've been talking about. Well, I think that's just um, it. It kind of came up organically while we were thinking yeah. about these games, and I found a lot of these sort of strategy type games were coming up. So I yep. thought it would be good to award the best strategy game. This is a semi-serious category in our yeah. award show, but you, you know, those, there's room for those too. So, uh, so yeah, so there's a couple of strategy games that I put down there, but if you find any others, feel free to add to the nominees. We have yeah. Dune slash Dune 2, both the Dune games that came out that year, uh, Civilization 2, Warcraft yeah. 2, Command and Conquer Red Alert, and I don't know if you guys considered Diablo a, a strategy game, or is it more of a hack and slash? Yeah, more of like adventure. Okay, mm-hmm. so then we'll just stick thing, with guess, those. Yeah. But I can also say Command and Conquer, the Covert Operations came out that year as well. So that's yep. a that's the non Red Alert, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. storyline or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Why don't Dave? Why don't you go first on this one? I mean, I want to say that it's Warcraft Two because of everything that we've we said before. But because they already won, and because I want to be even, and because I'm just such a nice guy, it's uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert. That's a great. I love that game. I love that game. Both the the first two, especially, I played so much. I loved those games. So, um, so I'm gonna go with Red Alert and uh, and keep War- Warcraft can have uh, can have its backy, unless mm-hmm. of course it wins this one. But I'm gonna put my vote to Red Alert. 
Yeah, I think me and Ian probably in the same vote. I will throw in another one, uh, Blood and Magic, which was a... Oh, I uh, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, real-time strategy based on Dungeons & Dragons. Right. They used the Dungeons & Dragons license. Yeah, right. so throw that one in the mix. Uh, but even though I'm throwing it in, I didn't really have much experience with it, and I have to go with Red Alert. Yeah. Oh, okay. I freaking love Red Alert games. Nice, there uh, you go. I wish, uh, you know, when Tiberian Sun, when, when 1998 comes around or whatever, and Tiberian yeah. Sun's on the list, I'm going to fight hard for that one. That was my Not even one. fair. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Red Alert, Red Alert has to be. Okay. Uh, it, I would like to give Red Alert a backy, like, like you, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds like it's already gotten one, but I might as well spread the love. So mm-hmm. the Command and Conquer, Red Alert, it's a lot of things that you you both just said. Um, I, you know, as, as exciting as Tiberian Sun is, I got to say, I was introduced to the franchise to red alert and then went back retroactively and played the first. So like hand of nod and GDI were not like things that I really understood. It wasn't like I was committed to the command and conquer lore. So Mm -hmm. the fact that red alert was more based in uh, uh, what do they call it? Historical fiction. Like it Mm -hmm. was like they went back to the time like Einstein used his chronosphere to go back and take out Hitler before he became a threat. So the whole world war two was com- vastly different. I just thought that that idea and the fact that they used, I know that command and conquer also did this, but they used the, the live action cinematics. Like they had yes. actors in studio doing the, yeah. the cutscenes. So Tim I thought Curry, that, maybe yeah, or Tim at least Curry. that was in the next one. No. Was yeah. The there, there, there were so many great actors yeah. in, in all of them. I remember Kyle Reese was in uh, one of the versions. I don't know if it was, um, but yeah, like there, I always see actors pop up from from the Red Alert and Command and Conquer series. So it's like uh, Red Alert, uh, Command and Conquer, Red Alert for me, the franchise that stands out even over the original Command and Conquer and all of its mm-hmm. sequels. I've loved playing um, mm-hmm. even more so than uh, Tiberian Sun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. except for the uh, free to play mobile game. I tried that. Oh, no, because, right. because yeah. they they dropped the ball. They 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 lost the essence of what real time strategy is. It's not like yeah. a time. It's not really what it, it is. Was, a time yeah. crunch, but it's not in the mobile format the way that they, yeah. they do these. Yeah, you can't games. pull it off the same way. Yeah, and everything. So. It, I mean, it had its moments, but it's it's a different game entirely. This should call yeah. it something. Yeah, else. It definitely is. Yeah, it's not not even in the same category just because of no. just what the gameplay itself. And is. it's yeah. it's yeah. not real time strategy, so I didn't really yeah. consider it. But this one that I. Uh, I just wanted to mention, Mike, also came out in 96, Heroes of Might and Magic 2, The Succession War. Oh, I, I love those games. games. Yeah. I love Heroes of Might and Magic, yeah. So we've, we've mentioned our love for Heroes of Might and Magic 3, but like obviously all of the games in that franchise mm-hmm. deserve a mention. So I thought it Yeah, yeah, I think 3 is where it hit for um, for most people. But there you have it. Most people, yeah. Command and Conquer, so, red alert for the backy. There's the backy. Cue the applause once again. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have one final one, another bonus one um, that uh, that Ian came up with, which is just hilarious. So we're going to go back to the non-serious ones and we're going to go to our favorite 1996 release with the funniest or most awkward or goofiest title. So this okay. could be any game that so, was released in 96. I, I clearly was inspired for this backy by one particular title, but I want to hear which titles you wanted to add in, and then I'll read the rest of the nominees. And if you already covered one, then I'll just leave it at that. But okay. I, I have I have a list of like five or so, but let's see what you guys came up okay, with. Okay, so we'll, so we'll add to your list. I'm pretty sure mine's not in there. Mike, do you have one? I have one. Okay, I have one that I want to add, which is hilarious, because in researching 96 games, I looked up, you know, what's the worst game of 1996? Ah, unanim- unanimously, the worst game of 1996 is a game that also has a terrible name. And that's a game called 
Bubsy 3D. Oh, so, oh B-U-B-S-Y. Bubsy 3D. It's just, yes. That's just such a horrible name. And, Bubsy. Uh, this name is known for being negatively received due to its disorienting camera, poor graphics, sluggish controls, and the titular character's voice clips. Hmm, what would a platform game be without platforms? Hmm, I wonder if there's any extra lives up there. Woohoo! Now, if you lose a Bubsy, you'll start over here instead of at the beginning of the bubble. Ain't life grand? So that's what it's known for. Uh, I guess, you know, the game gave made a lot of people nauseous in many different ways. And so it was a PlayStation game from 96 called Bubsy 3D. So I'll add that. That's a pretty terrible title. So I'll add that to the he's uh list. He's like a, a orange orange or red cat or something, right? And you're gonna yes. need to, you're gonna need to be on the Bubsy to get with Bubsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's like a, it looks almost, yeah, like a cat or a fox Let's or see, something. He looks like, yeah. Yeah, he almost looks like... Um, uh, a cat version of the Cheetos cheetah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks kind of like they're kind of like yes. trying to copy him yeah. a little bit. Um, okay. So well, mine is completely random. Yeah. It is not a game I have ever heard of because I believe it is only a Japanese soccer game. <laughs> I don't know where this game <laughs> came from. The way I picked it was when Ian asked, I was like, okay, I'm going to click the letter P and see which games come up and which titles are bad. And I'm just going to go with that. Um, it's called pleasure goal. <laughs> pleasure goal oh, oh please say that's on a cover somewhere and that's not just like uh, well it's translation it's written i think it's a translation like oh, it's more yeah, of a direct translation but it's it says foot futsal five on five soccer is kind of like what's on the futsal, box with, yeah. with japanese writing but the translation is pleasure goal yeah, five on five mini soccer oh, <laughs> gotta love those untranslated gems uh um, so yeah it's a little bit of a cheat because it's a translation but i thought well, I, I see it here on a box i see it here on a box pleasure goal. there you go yeah, they wrote right. it on a box yeah, yeah, they wrote it on, on a box, box. So yeah, so that I'm happy to report that neither of those were on my initial nominee list. <laughs> okay, good. So we're in for some hilariousness. So I think Bubsy would have to take the cake over Lucky Luke, which is another one I found. Oh yeah, Lucky <laughs> Luke. Lucky Luke is yeah. Um, this one is understandable, but still funny. Beavis and Butthead in Wiener takes all. Wiener Wiener takes all is a bit of a ridiculous title. Um, yes. Frantic Flea is also ridiculous, but the last two here are pretty ridiculous one is a major ip in dc comics it's called superboy spies from outer space just (laughs) so random and the one that i thought for sure would get my vote here and this is ridiculous hot dog storm (laughs) (laughs) look it up (laughs) okay that wins that is hot dog storm if you look it up it's the even more funny because I was picturing like this post-apocalyptic things where like hot dogs are falling from the sky. It's a it's one of those vertical shooters where you're flying a spaceship. But here's oh, yeah. But here's like the rub. Here's the rub. It's a serious space shooter. We have no idea why it's called Hot Dog Storm. It's never explained in the game. So it's just called Hot Dog Storm, and it's a serious space shooter. Honestly, That's the lo- the logo the logo in the menu and on the on the quote unquote box art just looks like a big wiener, like an so actual there's an actual like dick on the box. We basically, uh, you know, we're we're hosting this sausage party here with the backies, so I thought hot dog storm would be a, a fitting oh title God. to take the cake. 
for oh, worst title is, of 1996. That could win worst title and worst box art in the same in the same award. Yeah, I think. and yeah. and on top of that too, it's just it's it, what makes it even better is that it just has nothing. It seems like it has nothing to do with the game. <laughs> But yeah, it's like actually a, sh- a hot dog. It's actually like a wiener, like you said, Dave. It's like a hot dog on like with toppings on it on the cover. And then you look at the gameplay and it's just spaceships shooting other spaceships. Like what the hell does a hot dog have to do with any of it? That's amazing. So it's I like it. it's almost it looks like the sort of like it, they're supposed to be making it like it's an army logo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like a join the Marines kind of like logo. That's what the hot dog is. And yeah. underneath it, it has a star, the a beast of the world, and it says the first supersonics. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Oh, yeah, that doesn't make it any better. No, that is hilarious. No, yeah, was... it's got to be hot dog storm. Yeah, I just that. Yeah, you're right. The the box art it just makes no. It has no context with the actual game itself. It's just like I don't know. Were they trying to make sales with for ridiculous? titles like just make sales off the mystery of the title fact whoever came up with that is a genius that's i that's don't it. understand that's my favorite title of all time now i swear to God, i was like treating like uh, like you said ian like a tornado of hot dogs and you had to survive or something like the fact that it has nothing that the hot dogs don't fa- factor into the gameplay all makes it that much better that's amazing oh my god i'm trying to read if there's any reason why it's sa- there's nothing to say why it's called that yeah no so so i it was the same vein like when i saw that it was a space shooter i'm like oh like maybe they're having to fight through like falling hot dogs from the sky <laughs> nothing nothing Even to do with hot dogs <laughs> Oh, awesome. Yeah. Amazing. All right. That's awesome. That's, that's all right. Great. So Hot Dog Storm's got to take that cake. Mm-hmm. But that's... I wonder about the boxer. Like, is it something where it was another issue with translation just came across? They didn't have they couldn't connect with the developer to find out what it actually meant. So they just made art that reflected the title because it it doesn't there's reflect got to be a game. story there. Yeah, there's got to be oh, a story. Maybe. There. Yeah, there's maybe no that someone's got to do a deep dive YouTube investigative investigative journalist uh, piece <laughs> on this. Honestly, yeah. that's, that's hilarious. Maybe these huh. guys are so determined to get their hot dogs that they decided to go to war. Maybe that's what's <laughs> happening. Or the aliens took all their hot dogs. Like, what, <laughs> what could it possibly be? <laughs> it's a bullet-held jet shooter. What could it possibly be? That's amazing. Uh, oh, my yeah. God. All right. Well, the final backy of 1996 goes to Hot Dog Storm. Well-deserved. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Of course. Is there any other response? Is there any other answer? That title was the inspiration for coming up with the category. Yes. (laughs) So now we have to find other good ones. Yeah, we have to like keep the category alive by finding an equally ridiculous. We will do that. We will do that. That one. That award has to live on every year, every year. I love it. I love it. Okay, and I have to be like a surprise like that too. That was perfect. Um, okay, so the backies for 1996 video games, gentlemen. That was amazing. This is a um, a good way to uh, say goodbye to another very not so great year um, uh, across a lot of different measures and say hello to uh, 1996, which is fantastic. So it's a happy new year for 1996 video games and uh, and for the first edition of the backies. If uh, people like this, we're going to keep it going. Maybe we'll do a movies. Maybe we'll do TV. We'll definitely do a 97 video games one come this time next year, which I think is a great idea. And um, even though we didn't do a quote unquote game awards for 2021, doesn't mean we're not going to do our annual 
pick of our favorite TV shows, movies, and video games. So we are going to do that. It's not going to be in the next week or two. We're probably going to just, whenever we can kind of catch up, I think. I think we have a lot of catching up to do. Uh, life life gets in the way, as we always say, and, and we're uh, pretend adults. So things just happen and we just got to sort of deal with it so we don't get to play and watch everything that we want. But we will get to that point and we'll probably be early in the year of 2022. We'll go and look back at 2021. So you'll find our favorites, our top fives of our games, movies, and TV shows. And uh, we're going to do our top fives there. And we're also going to do our six to 10 choices for each of those categories. And that'll be up on our Patreon when we get those done too. So we're going to do all that stuff too, which is great. So a great opportunity to also tell you that Patreon is alive and well, once again, for us, we have um, Ian talking about uh, his thoughts on Spider-Man on the new Spider-Man movie. And guys, what else? What did you guys talk about? No Way Home. And then we did some Hawkeye discussion. There we go. Covered the full six episodes of the Hawkeye series. Yeah, you guys went through the entire series. I still have to watch the last two episodes. I'm slacking. One, there you go. There, another thing I need to finish <laughs> is that too. Um, so that's what we have to look forward to. And uh, you know, anyone that that's that's uh, that's happy to support us, we're happy to say thank you to you. There's lots of choices on there. Even like it's like two bucks, and you'll get all this extra content that we're just going to keep pumping in there. So, and you get to vote in next year's backies. <laughs> exactly, you get to be part of the voting board. <laughs> <laughs> But also, whether you're a patron, a patron or not, like giving us feedback of what you want to see on the show will will greatly help us when we're coming up with content. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. We want to we want to hear from you too because like as as fun as this is to come up with the funny names and all these categories and everything, and, like we're honestly we'll talk about almost anything. <laughs> Let's it's be honest. True. <laughs> as long as it, it's a not from the years 2020 or 2021 or it's retro, we'll talk yeah, about it. We it. also owe we also owe our um, Spider Man. Far From Home review as a group because we did we reviewed all the Spider-Man movies leading up to it. Unfortunately, because of the dang coronavirus, you know, some of us haven't been able to see it. But yeah. when it when it, as soon as it comes to um, video on demand and streaming, we're gonna watch it and we're gonna get that review out for sure. Yes, to finish off that Spider-Man review series. So for yeah. now you have Ian's spoiler review on the Patreon, so check that out. In the meantime, but the you know our all of our thoughts will be coming on the Spider-Man movie sometime soon, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. All right, Mike, where's everyone else finding all our stuff uh, as these episodes start rolling out? Yeah, so find find us on social media. You can find all the information for the Patreon and uh, where to find us uh, and everything on at day back in on uh, basically all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and um, what are the other ones called? I'm, the Tiki Talkies. The Tiki Talkies. Yeah. Where you can find the latest backies that we ordered. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're going to put uh, those backies up there. Yeah. Podcast is called Back in My Day. And if you want to uh, support us, but uh, you know you can't afford to subscribe to the Patreon, you can always leave us a five-star review on any of the podcast apps, Apple Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, which is our favorite uh, indie podcast app. So Spotify has ratings up now too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can give uh, thumbs up or, or stars or something like that on Spotify. Um, all the kids are doing it, so uh, yeah. Good way to cool support things. the show without having to uh, yeah dollars down. So yeah, the, the, the content is up, just like every other, everyone else that has Patreons for a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. If you can contribute, fantastic. We love it. And we're definitely going to give you a high five and mention you on the show. But you know what? It's not a necessity. It's just extra stuff there. It's there if you want it. It's there if you can, like Mike mentioned. If not, there's lots of other ways to sort of join the team, quote unquote, and support us. So um, that's that's a great point. So, okay. 1996 backies. We have a whole lot of winners. 
Um, we're going to toss all the stuff out there on our social media platforms too, to sort of um, let everybody know what it is and sort of tease to, to what we're coming up with next. Ian, Mike, thank you very much. That was fun. Hey. Thank you. First yeah, backies in the book. First backies. First, first That's it. See you, books. See you guys. Later, books. <laughs> Later, books. Take that, books. <laughs> Fuck off, books. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest Feather Touch. You have entered Power Drive.